Hey, Jesus fans, welcome to True North Podcast, where we grow closer to God together. This podcast was brought to you by Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas, and our host, Pastor Ed Snyder. To find out more about this podcast, visit our website at truenorthdfw.org. Now let's join Pastor Snyder in a new direction and a new destination. All right, all right. We are back for another episode of True North Podcast with yours truly, Pastor Snyder. We're so glad that you're joining us today. Uh, Right out of the gate, I want to remind you to please visit us at our uh, website, truenorthdfw.org truenorthdfw.org, and uh, subscribe on any platform that you listen to podcasts. Give us a review on the show. We'd love to hear some good feedback from you. And so do that for me, and I would deeply appreciate it. All right, today we're going to get off into the episode, Control Me, Magnify Him, as part of our Healing America 714 series. As you know, and I'm again, I'm not, I am not going to go into politics and get political here on this podcast. That's not what this podcast is designed for. This podcast is to head us north. If we can find true north in our life, we can get anywhere we need to go. And so our direction is to give you direction into some good, strong, biblical based values to adapt into your life. But today, Our country needs healing. Our country needs a revival, a a, uh, reset. And the church is who's going to do that. I really believe that with all of my heart, that we've got to step up and become the people that God intends for us to be. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14 is what Heal America 714 is based off of. If my people, which are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will uh, hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land. Boy, I had a little memory lapse there. All right. So again, today we're going to get into control me, magnify him. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves. So we're going to dive in, control me, magnify him. Another verse of scripture that we want to base today's podcast off of is Titus chapter 2 and verse 11 and 12. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. I want to read that verse of Scripture, two verses of Scripture, again, in the Amplified Version of Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. The Bible says in the Amplified Version, For the grace of God, His unmerited favor and blessing has come forward, appeared, for the deliverance of sin and the eternal salvation for all mankind. It, it has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness, irreligion, and worldly passion or desires to live discreet, now here it is, discreet, temperate, self-controlled, upright, devout, spiritually whole 
lives in this present world. We are to live discreet, temperate, self-controlled, upright, devoted, spiritually whole in this present world. So, breaking down our subject, control me, magnify him. Control. Let's start with that. Control is something that not many like. Uh, Others like it. Uh, There are others that like it too much, and they become kind of uh, control freaks, if you please. But control really is something that we need in our lives. Again, some don't like it while others love it, but we all need it. And there are several ways you can use the word control, several meanings, of course. And let's let's use the basic one, the power to direct or determine. That's really today what we want to accomplish in our time together is deciding or, or factoring in the control that we need in our own lives. In other words, another term is self-discipline, self-control, to be able to get ourselves, let's put it in a, a churchy term, to get ourselves under subjection to the power and the Spirit of God in our lives. That's where prayer comes in. That's where fasting comes in, that we can get ourselves under control, uh, self-disciplined in the things of God. Really, if if more people would do that in America today, how much better that would would the place be to live in if we can practice some self control? All right. So again, let's ask the question: What's wrong or happening in our world today? Um, some may say, and I would be one: It's out of control. It really is out of control. I know there's been bad things happen throughout the centuries. You know, I always use a comparison. Uh, when my parents got married in 1950, compared to today, was a cakewalk. I mean, chewing gum and passing notes in school was the big problem. Uh, everybody was morally fit. Everybody uh, respected one another. And you know, if if somebody cheated some something out of somebody, it was really a serious situation. Where today it's no big deal, and so again we're we're spinning out of control. Not to be a prophet of doom and gloom, but to be a realist in our world today. You know, really, it's it's not about the world that is in trouble. If we really think deep onto this, what is the world comprised of? Well. What is our comp- why is our country in, in, in trouble? Why are we having so many issues? It's the individual that's really in trouble. When you think about it, the world's not in trouble. Our country is not really in trouble. It's the individuals. So if every individual could get, uh, sort of speak, their act together and understand where I need to improve, where I need to get the, some things under control, then the world would be a better place to live in. America can get uh, can get their healing, and that's what makes up the whole situation. Is you, me, are am, am, have I got my act together? Am I doing what I need to be doing? Are you doing what you need to be doing? Is everything in your life good? 
And I'm not talking about you wake up and the sun's shining and, and you feel good or something just happened that, that was a, a great event in your life. I'm talking about down in the core of your soul. Is it good? Is it well in your soul today? And so, again, another point is, is where are we as a church or the church? Is the church in trouble? Something to think about. Is there a downward slide that is happening? You know, again, the biblical principles that we used to hold, are we still holding them? Have we compromised what we believe? Again, we're talking about control. We're talking about being in control versus out of control. And so I really think this is an important subject for us to think deep on and maybe even go to prayer in is to think about the control factor in our lives, not bondage, but actually liberty through control. We can be at liberty. We can feel good about things. We can experience the blessing and the favor of God if we can get the negative items in our life disciplined, under control, under subjection to the power and the presence of God through prayer and fasting. In other words, folks, we've got to step it up. We have got to go upward instead of downward and not compromise what the Bible is telling us to do. You know, why Why is there such a falling away, a compromise of the gospel? You know, uh, back in the day, you know, families went to church like every Sunday. They went to church. Today, I'll get there if I feel like it. And uh, some of the principles that we live by, you know, the adultery, the fornication, uh, all kinds of of issues that we are facing in a very hardcore uh, way wasn't that way a few years ago. Yes, there was sin. Yes, the, the different sin that we deal with in our lives was back then. There's the Bible says that speaks to there's no new thing under the sun. That is very true. Okay. But it's getting worse. It's getting stronger. Uh, it's getting darker. So again, and the Bible prophesies that in the last days there will be a great falling away, a compromise of the gospel. Do, but but do we have to let it get that far? That's what we've really got to check out and look even into. I want you to look deep into your life as I've looked deep into my own. So in part, it's really the signs of the time that's happening, but we are not practicing self-control so that we can magnify God. Isn't that what we're here for? Are we not born to this world to be a worshiper? to magnify God in every aspect of our life. Come on, Christian. Come on, spirit-filled Christian. Are we magnifying God? We've got to get ourselves under control. I want to share with you nine verses of Scripture coming from the third chapter of 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter uh, 3 and verse number 9. All right? Paul is writing to one of his young ministers named Timothy, and he said, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, 
lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. Oh, come on, somebody. Having a form of godliness, you look like a Christian, but denying its power. And uh, from such people, turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sin, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith, but they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs. So, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. We have got to really take a hard look at those verses of Scripture and look look at a, at a at a a very clear, not rose colored glasses, but a very clear look at where we are today, right now. We've got to understand that we've got to get ourselves under control so that we can magnify God. Amen. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to hear from one of our sponsors, Wonderful Life and Vitamins. I want you to listen here very closely. This uh, Brian Sermon is one of our supporters, our sponsors. He's having a great event coming up this coming weekend, Friday and Saturday. He's going to have a grand opening of his store in Pantigo Bay, or Pantigo Bay, Pantigo, Texas, Arlington area. Here you go. Most of you may not know, I used to weigh almost 400 pounds, very out of shape, sick most of the time, in pain all the time. My mother raised me on a regimen of vitamins. She did her best to take good care of me and promote good health. Not until May of 2010, in my recliner at my house, in pain, my kids became my slaves because I just couldn't get up out of the recliner and get a glass of water. So I decided enough's enough. I'm tired of being tired, sick of being sick, and I started changing my lifestyle. Just smaller portions, nothing after six, and healthy food. It has been a journey of losing 160 pounds and getting back in shape. One of the things is, is I reinstituted vitamins into my life. And I want to recommend a great vitamin store in Pantigo, Texas. It's called Wonderful Life Health and Vitamins. Brian Sermon is the owner, and I want to highly recommend to contact him and uh, get a good regiment of vitamins. He is extremely knowledgeable. In fact, I would call him the expert in health and vitamins. So reach out to him at one, the number one, lifehv.com. Or give him a call at 817-274-8853. 
He's located at 1543 South Bowen, Pantego, Texas. It's the Arlington, Texas area. And again, we endorse him here at True North Podcast to reach out to him and get what you need there. I promise you, you'll walk out very, very happy. If you'll mention True North Podcast, he'll give you a 10% discount. So again, wonderful health and vitamins. Pantego, Texas, reach out to Brian Sermon and get healthy, lose weight, and live longer. All right, we are back. And again, make sure you get a hold of Brian Sermon, get some good vitamins, and uh, get your health under control. He will definitely help you along. So we're going back now to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 9 and take a hardcore look at some phrases in those verses of Scripture. It describes how that for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, without self-control. Perhaps could we say that we are there today without self-control? And verse 5, having a form of godliness, but denying the power, uh, denying its powers. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's something that I really want us to, to understand is, why do we go to church? Well, it's, not, it's definitely not to be a conscience soother, but it's to be saved. It's to develop a relationship with God. It's to bring real joy, real happiness, real peace of mind into our lives. And most, the ultimate is, is that we make sure we make heaven our home. That's important to us that when we die, we know where we're going. There's no guesswork to it. But in the process of now to then, when we leave this earth and draw our last breath, we're going to make sure we get to heaven. However, we cannot just look the look and not have the power behind it. How is America going to get its healing? How are we going to bring happiness and joy and peace to our homes? How are we going to be the person that we really need to be instead of hitting that self-help section in the bookstore on or on Amazon? We need to hit one book and realize that I can't just look the part. I got to be the part. So having the form of godliness is not just all there is to it, but we've got to receive the power that comes with it. As we said in our last podcast about conditional uh, clause, there are conditions in getting the blessing of God. Now, I know that may not be a favorable uh, idea to some. Well, you know, why why is God causing us to con- to have conditions? Well, it's the same thing as your marriage. You know, if you're faithful to that marriage, you're going to reap the blessing of a peaceful home, a great relationship with your spouse. But there are conditions. You've got to take care of one another, be, be uh, uh, respectful to one another, be faithful to one another. Those are conditions that we must do to be able to reap the blessing and the and the uh, good things from a marriage. Well, living for God really is no different, ladies and gentlemen. We have we've got conditions. If you repent, He is able to forgive us of all our sins. Amen. And so, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and so again, we've got to understand that we got to get this control thing in our lives. Verse seven. 
is something that even as a pastor, I'm running into so much talking to so many people that I talk to. And it says, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I mean, have you ever understood, have you ever met anybody that's always studying and always trying to learn? They're looking for this deep revelation of God's word about life and about anything. And it's right there. It's as simple as falling off a log. But there, the Bible says in the last days, they're always going to be learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Why? Because they're not satisfied with the answers that they're getting. In other words, uh, Mr. So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so, they don't want to hear what they are actually hearing. They want something else. They want an easier route. They want a less commitment uh, to the cause of Christ. So therefore, they're just going to keep digging and they're going to try to find something that will satisfy them. Folks, that's not how it works. We're, we're, we are vessels that is created by God to worship him and to follow him. He's the leader. He's God. Our job is to get behind God and follow God and get ourselves under control so that we can magnify him. So, folks, let's learn and let's come to the knowledge of truth. Amen. It also mentioned about men of corrupt minds disapproving concerning the faith. And again, folks, I know I'm being a little bit hard here today, and I understand that I'm trying. I mean, I may be a little plain, but it's okay because there's somebody listening to this podcast that needs it plain. We need to hear the truth of God's word. So we cannot, we got to be careful and not allow all of the compromise and the out of control ideas and, and even spirits that are running around today and destroying the family and destroying the individuals and destroying our dreams and goals and compromises creeping into the church. We cannot be people of corrupt minds, disapproving concerning faith. If it's in the word of God, we need to embrace it. We need to practice it and let God bless it. And then we will have the favor that we need. <clears throat> that That is what the early church faced is, is the onslaught, corrupt minds, all of that. James chapter four and verse number seven says to submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So again, that's what we really face today. You know, the early church was fantastic. It was phenomenal. And and we need a little dose of the early church, the book of Acts church, the miracles and the signs and wonders, the, the fact that they reached all of Asia in just two years, and the outpourings of the Spirit where 3,000 received the Holy Ghost, 5,000 received the Holy Ghost, multitudes received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Folks, we can have an Acts 2 revival in 2021. It's the same God. It's the same Bible. What's the difference? People have got to submit themselves. We have got to get ourselves under control and submissive to God's word and to God's spirit. James chapter four and verse seven that I just read to you a moment ago is actually a conditional contract. Submit yourselves then to God. 
resist the devil and he will flee from you. You know, we love the resist the devil and he will flee from you. But to get the resistance of the devil and to get him to flee, it's going to take us to submit yourself, ourself, then to God. God, I'm yours. Everything about me is you. And and when we get there, then we'll have the power and the authority to be able to resist the devil and he will flee. It's a guarantee, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go back to Titus chapter 2 and verses 1 through 10. It talks about the, the qualities of a sound church. And, and I'm not trying to speak against any church out there. Uh, that's not my goal. That's not my motive. But my goal and my motive is, is to get you, the listener of this podcast, in a sound church. And listen, listen to what what uh, what Paul wrote here in Titus chapter two and verse one through ten. We uh, we speak, but speak thou the things which become sound doctrine, not opinion, not man made, not what this philosopher says or this ideologist uh, says. Become sound doctrine, the word of God. Verse 2, that aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience, that the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. Are you listening to the values that are in the in these scriptures, and we're talking about the qualities of a sound church. Verse 5, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Verse 6, young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded, in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you, having no evil thing to say of you. In other words, that's going to nip gossip in the bud. Verse 9, exhort servants to be obedient to their own masters and to please them well in all things, not answering again, not prolonging, but showing all good fidelity that they may uh, adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. There, ladies and gentlemen, in those 10 verses of Scripture are the, are the qualities of a sound church. And so we need to get in that kind of environment to live sound in the doctrine of God, to live under subjection or self-disciplined or under control to get our flesh, that is those worldly desires, those things that are not pleasing to God, to get those under control so that we can live for Him. We must practice self-control so that we can magnify God with our lives. Someone said to me the other day, I want to get a relationship with, with God so close that when I walk in a room, 
They can see God in me. Bam. There it is right there. That is the goal. What that person said to me the other day, I want to get a relationship with God so close that when I walk in a room, they can see God in me. Amen. We have to connect to the right things, ladies and gentlemen. We have to get ourselves in the right environment. You know, there's an old saying that says that that we are a product of our environment. And so what environment do we exist in today? Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and uh, verse number 15, 15 through 20. The Bible says, do, not, uh, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Question, shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. This is Paul writing to the church of Corinth. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, who you have from God, and you are not your own? For you are bought with a a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, ladies and gentlemen, we need to grasp hold of the idea that we are under ownership to to the Almighty God. Now, I'm not talking about slavery. I'm just don't go there with your mind. We're not talking about being a slave. We're talking about having uh, bought with a price. Our sins can be forgiven simply because he shed his blood. The purchase for our lost soul was the blood he shed on Calvary, that you and I can have life and life more abundantly. You and I can have the joy that we really, really, really want to have that people are searching in a bottle in a syringe they're searching in the pornography they're searching everywhere they can to find satisfaction they're not going to find it until they get the sin under control and submit our lives to god control me magnify god as we get ready to close out this broadcast or this podcast, uh, there's an old term from the past. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 10, the Bible says, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. You know, I know, I know, folks, i I've preached too many funerals in my 40 years of ministry, and, and I know we want to make sure that, that that deceased person is in heaven. I mean, we can't think of our loved ones anywhere else but in the arms of God. And I'm not a judge. The Word of God judges, not me. But I do know one thing. Doing good is not going to get us to heaven. Doing what is right, biblically is what's going to get us to heaven. Just like Jeremiah 17 and 10 just told us 
I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward. That's the purpose, to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. You know, we can do good for somebody, but we're doing bad over here, folks. There, that's you, you need to look at that. You really need to look at that. And so let's get right with God. Let's get ourselves under control, submitted to his spirit and to his word so that he leads us and guides us. And that when he examines our heart, we are pure and clean and holy in his sight. We want to make sure heaven is our home. Amen. Control me, magnify God in our Healing America 714 series. Folks, thank you for joining me here today on True North Podcast. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you uh, being a part of the podcast by subscribing. If you'll just go to True North Podcast or True North DFW.org and hit subscribe, leave a review, rate our show for us. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until then, may God richly bless you. Thank you for joining us at True North Podcast. You can find us on iHeartRadio or any other podcasting platform. If you want to have any questions, visit us at truenorthdfw.org. We'll catch y'all next week.